what is up everybody welcome back to the nfl draft edition of the spectators we got live sports we got live sporting events on zoom calls apparently roger goodell is out here chilling in his couch calling out picks in the second and third round i'm here with brooklyn how you doing man i'm doing good bro we finally got some action going i'm loving it yeah we we the only live sports we've had for the better part of two months now are the WNBA draft and now the NFL draft and this one actually lasts a couple of days so it, it feels like it's uh it's lingering and it's important it, and sh- it's definitely a big deal and we and shout out to them they they did a good job yeah this could have really gone very bad with presentation it could have gone very very bad and thankfully it didn't uh no we actually got to see like a like a humane side of Roger Goodell which was very interesting like my my it was great yeah my idea of was him great. was a little bit less harsh than it was a, a week ago so that's, that's good for him uh, i'm sure he he's uh loving all the the love and you know the the, the hate he's gotten too but he's kind of played into that i love that they had just a bunch of fans from every team on a zoom call right behind them just booing him yeah and he and he that. was encouraging it yeah yeah very in between cool. picks he's in there talking with them very cool stuff dope. and there weren't really too many technical difficulties there were some odd moments but, you know, when uh, R- Ryan Vrabel's son is out here pooping on Zoom, um, that was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> he claims he wasn't doing that, but his pants were definitely around his ankles. That boy was pooping. Um, then you got C.D. Lamb's girl. Yeah, you got him taking a phone from him. his girl. <laughs> uh, you got, like, the Bill Belichick's dog making picks. Um <laughs> You got Jerry making picks from Uganda or wherever he might have been in a submarine or a blimp. or (laughs) He was locked away from the rest of his uh, conspicuance. And, you know, it it was definitely interesting. It was cool to, like, see inside the houses of all the coaches and the players kind of get some reactions. It was really dope for, like, all the GMs and coaches' kids, like, making picks on draft night with their dad. Like, that's dope. Yeah, that was definitely very cool. And they got some screen time, and some were hiding from it somewhere, and it was cute. Yeah, and, some were loving it. Yeah, and, and I know, like, for me, seeing some of the coaches, like, uh, the GM of the Dolphins and the head coach of the Dolphins, I you know, the way they were, like, smiling about the, their picks and super excited it was like oh i kind of i want to i want to root for these guys maybe not for their teams but just like for their success yeah and then they're all uh getting hype with their kids yeah handshakes giving hugs like all that it's dope so it's really um, dope but but that was a just a real different look into something really serious yeah and stressful exactly and so i'm happy this went well just especially because um whether or not we have a season this coming year these these guys and these college kids they will be eventually part of an nfl team and so this is a big day for them and it's not the way they expected it to go they expected to be in vegas going across that like little water bridge that we were talking about a couple months ago bro that was gonna be sick that was gonna be so extra (laughs) we went from the most extra extra and you know what i was here for it yeah but it went from the most extra draft to bare bones and on the on the computer and from Roger's basement, and I I think that's a a funny little transition from the two of those. But let's let's get right into the picks. Uh, we're gonna go alphabetical. We're gonna go like team by team. Uh, we're not just gonna go Joe Burrow one, 
We're going to go team by team, alphabetical, because we're going to look at all the team's picks collectively and kind of just discuss which of those we thought are like genuinely impactful. Um, if they got any steals, if they reached on a guy, anything that stands out, we're going to kind of tackle. And so to start that off, we got the Arizona Cardinals, who, to me, got the two of like the two of the biggest steals in the draft in their first two picks. So they they didn't have a they had a first round at number eight, and they didn't have a second rounder. Their next pick was the third round at number eight. So they had a pretty big gap between those, about like sixty ish yeah. picks. Um, so with their first pick, they got linebacker, nickel, cornerback, edge rusher, whatever you want to call him, Isaiah Simmons from uh, the Clemson University. And we were we were like on uh, our PlayStation party. It was me, Brooklyn, and our buddy Johnny. And we were, we were watching the draft. And I was just thinking, like, man, there's no way Isaiah Simmons keeps falling. There's no way he keeps falling. And, you know, the Giants didn't pick him. Obviously, the two quarterback teams didn't go get him. And he just fell to Arizona, and he just fits so perfectly with what they want to do. Absolutely. Uh, they just got another They got another uh, honey badger type of guy right here where he's a, a hybrid positional player. Uh, it doesn't really matter what he's playing because he's a ball hawk, uh, loves being on the field, loves making plays. And what would uh, Arizona trying to do just – what explosive, fast-paced style play, he's going to be a great fit for them. Oh, absolutely. 100%. And so they, they brought another dog to that defense. And then the second pick that they had, third round, pick number eight, was a big... Um, it was very fortunate for them that he fell this far. Josh Jones, a tackle from Houston. This guy, I thought coming in, was going to be like the 34th pick of the draft, like a really early second rounder. I thought he was one of the better offensive tackles available. And they got him in the third round. And the, this guy could be a starter day one and, you know, help out Kyler Murray, help him get some more time. And th- that's going to be really cool to see. Uh, they got a really good guy so late. Uh, anybody else pick, stand out to you that they got? They didn't have that many picks. They only had about six. Um, no, but they beefed up the D line a little more, so that that's pretty good for them. And then added another linebacker. Yeah, they, so to build on that, all in all, I think pretty good job. I would definitely have to agree. So we're gonna roll down to our next team here, and it's alphabetical by their city name. Uh, so we got the Atlanta Falcons, and they needed a whole lot of defense because. They got the offensive weapons. They they got Matt Ryan. They got Julio Jones. You know, they got Calvin Ridley. They they got some dogs on offense, but they needed a whole revamp defense, and that's definitely what uh, they came in here and they they accomplished for this draft. Definitely, absolutely. Uh, again, they didn't have that many picks either. I think they only had six, which you know is there's seven rounds, so you, you're you're missing one here. Um, but they they attacked the positions they really really needed. Uh, I didn't think they needed a punter. They got one in the seventh round. That's kind of the round to do it. Tampa breed too. Yeah. That. So that's a, it's a shout out to him. <laughs> shout out to the Tampa boys. 
But then they they went and picked up AJ Terrell, cornerback uh, from Clemson in the first round. I thought that was a little bit of a reach. Uh, I I think he could have been available a little bit later. They could have traded down and try and get him. But yeah. they they wanted a cornerback. They saw him. He was their guy. They went and got him. I, you got to respect that. I don't know if that's usually how this how this kind of game works, where <laughs> if you see a guy but you know you can get him later, you should probably try and go down to get him but hey power to you you got the guy you wanted and and i feel like that was their that that sentence right there kind of summarizes their draft it was hey this is the guy in the position that we need we're just going to get him no matter where he's supposed to be going that's facts and like marlon davidson he had a great year at auburn uh edge rusher i don't know if he was a middle second rounder probably again could have traded down for him he, he's gonna be a good player for them same with AJ Terrell uh, it's nothing against these guys it's just if these were the guys they wanted they probably could have waited and you know yeah, but they, again if if that's your guy and you see something in him and you like the draft interview go get him that's who you're gonna go with yeah, go get him all power to you get him uh they also got a linebacker and a safety McKeel Walker and Jalen Hawkins hopefully some guys that can pan out there were some fourth rounders so they'll definitely be uh, fighting for starting positions and if nothing else some rotational guys but yeah. th- they definitely got four potential defensive starters and when that's about a little less than half of your defense that that's a that's a pretty good job at uh, a nice little rebuild back there so good for Atlanta yeah. I don't know how, how great of value they got but they got positions they needed so yeah it's good value for them who we got next? We got Baltimore. We got the Baltimore Ravens. Now, this is a team I think was like the top two or three that won the draft. Well, you got yep. any initial reactions to what they did? Well, one, they came in with a whole lot of picks. Yeah. They came in with what? Ten picks? I think. Yeah. Um, they go ahead and get another running back. So, that's good to give Mark some rest on that. Maybe get a little Saint system going with how him and Kamara were doing. Yeah, and, and Dobbins, Dobbins is definitely that, that explosive guy too. So uh-huh. you got you definitely so, have that two headed dog. That's gonna make the offense all that much more scarier. And then Patrick Queen from LSU beefing up that defense as well. Yeah, and and what I what stood out to me about Patrick Queen if you're a linebacker safety that gets drafted by the Baltimore Ravens, there's something in you. Because yeah. this is a position that they know how to draft. They just see something in you and they know how to draft. And there was about three linebackers picked. Because this is the 28th pick of the first round. There was about three linebackers picked before him and one directly before him by the, uh, the Raiders, I believe. And if you're picking a linebacker, and then the the Ravens pick a different one right after you. That scares me. Yeah. Because the one the Ravens got is probably going to be the better of the two. And he ran a four or five at the combine. So when you so got a linebacker, when you got that, a big boy that can run. Yeah. That's dangerous. That's very dangerous. And and they they again you said they had so many picks and they really did and they hit essentially every position they needed. Um, yeah. They got another wide receiver in Devin uh, Duvernay. Uh, he's from Texas. I don't know too much about him, honestly. But I do know they needed another offensive weapon. And I'd rather have them 
trade or not trade draft one in this super deep wide receiver draft. I mean, somebody like Devin uh, Duvernay, again, I don't know too much about him, but if he was the a third round pick in this wide receiver class, he probably would have been a second rounder in any other year. He ran pretty much a four, four. So again, they got some speed out there then. Yeah. And they definitely needed to beef up that offensive line a little bit because although it was decent last year, um, it was more Always of like a scheme being decent as opposed to the guys on it being good. Yeah. So they, they went in in the, uh, the third and fourth round. They got two guards, Tyree Phillips and Brett, Ben Breden, Breed, Breedison, Breedison, uh, and their comp, comp picks. Hey, hey, beef up that O-line. Having a rotation up there does not hurt. Keep those guys at all rested, healthy, and you keep Lamar healthy, and you keep Ingram, and now J.K. Donovan's healthy. And that team, they were the best team in the AFC all season, all regular season. And to me, they had like a top five draft. I think they did phenomenal. They got great value. You know, J.K. Dobbins, that's a that boy can play, you know. Um, yeah. And he's not even going to be the number one, so there's no pressure for him to be great right away. And he's learning from Mark. Exactly. And Mark so. has been a staple in this league for the better part of the last 10 years. Exactly. So I love uh, what the Ravens did. Long Mark is there. He's learning from a good one. Mm-hmm. I, I love what this team did. I think they just got better. I think Harbaugh is such a big brain coach, for lack of a better word. Uh, he just knows what he's doing. He knows what he wants to build around on his team and how to do that. And, you know, hats off to him for, for doing something great over there in Baltimore. And hopefully they're as good as they were last year because they were fun. Yeah, for good teams, it's tough to have a good, solid draft. And for a good team, they had a good, solid draft all the way through. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, shout yeah. out to them. Big shout out. So next we got the Buffalo Bills. And this is a up-and-coming team, and they had they had a lot of draft picks, but they weren't they didn't have a first rounder, and they really didn't have any extra picks. They had one extra second rounder, and that was that was kind of it. So you know, very standard. Uh, and they didn't really have too many really big needs on their roster. They just kind of need some more experience. Uh, they addressed their one really big need at wide receiver. While tr- when trading for Stephon Diggs earlier in the offseason, which that's going to make them a whole lot scarier. Sure. <laughs> and they really didn't need too much else, and you can kind of tell by what they did here. They um, they go after DJ Espenza. Epine- I don't know. Espenza. Yeah, Espenza. Sorry about the, the name, but, you know. Espenza. <laughs> um, from Iowa. He's a defensive lineman. He's like an edge kind of. He's a fringe edge, fringe uh, three tech kind of guy, or not three, but you know, and he um, he's gonna be a nice rotation guy for that D line. They didn't really need another starter. They were, I think, the best running defense team in a league last year, and he just kind of adds some depth to them. I think they just saw best position or you know the value that he was at at the twenty second yeah. pick of the second round, and they're like, hey, let's go get a guy. That's going to contribute to this team. Maybe not be a starter or maybe help out with like a cap situation in the future, but he's definitely going to be um, a day one contributor for sure. 
Uh, then they go and they get Zach Moss from Utah, a running back. I don't know if they needed the running back. They have Singletary over there. Yeah, that early, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that that pick was weird to me. I love Zach Moss, though. I think Zach Moss is phenomenal. This wasn't a good spot, I think, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. yeah, they had an interesting draft. I, I didn't realize how, like, not going after – things they needed they did for this draft they got two wide receivers they got jake Fromm, who i guess is going to be their backup quarterback i don't really i mean you get him at the fifth round so it's not yeah you know he's uh he's definitely a project he doesn't have a big arm but he was a winner but not like a he never won anything big but he won a lot of games he had a very very interesting career at georgia and, you know, he forced out two other, like, NFL-ready quarterbacks in um, Justin Fields, who's going to be phenomenal next year. Uh, probably a first-rounder. And I, I just don't know about Jake Fromm. I don't know. They got Josh Allen, and he seems to have become the guy there. Uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to argue with Josh Allen. Yeah. The boy has proven a lot of people wrong. And has just went above and beyond in what he could do. Yeah, so I don't really know what I don't I don't know how great they they had of, of a draft. It was definitely all right, but I don't know how much better they get to like I don't know how much better this draft makes them for this coming season. So yeah, time will tell. Time will tell. So who we got next? This team had an interesting draft. Yeah. So they are like the first team in the modern era, I think, to not draft one single offensive player in the draft. Now, granted, they didn't have that many picks. They only had about six or seven. But they said we couldn't stop the run last year, and we are going to fix that. And with Luke Keekley leaving, we are going to fix that. Yeah. And you know they got it. They got a new head coach. They got the Baylor coach coming in. Uh, what was it? Rule. Matt Rule. Yeah, Mark Rule. He came in and he really rejuvenated that Baylor program. I mean, they were in, they were in NCAA sanctioned hell, and for good reason. They they had some bad stuff going on in that program, and he brought them all the way back sooner than anybody could have thought into a power co- or a power team in the Big Twelve. And they fought for a playoff spot last season. So obviously this guy has a, a little bit of idea how to light a fire un- under some guy's bellies. Yeah. And let me tell you, they passed up on Isaiah Simmons, which I thought was a mistake because he was a Clemson guy, Carolina right there. It makes too much sense. That would have been amazing. It makes too much sense. But they go and get Derek Brown, who Derek Brown was an absolute stud for Auburn. That run defense over there at Auburn was very hard to get past, and he was a main contributor for that. Then their next pick, they go and get the edge from Penn State, Gross Matos. And I think this guy right here might have the highest ceiling of anybody not named Chase Young or Joe Burrow in this draft. <laughs> I think this kid is an absolute wrecking ball. And if he yeah. like puts on a little bit of That's weight solid. and learns a little bit of technique type of stuff, I mean, th- just watch out. This kid has, like, it. Big two. 6'5", 260 plus. Oh, yeah. Uh, this kid scares me. 
so if he pans out, obviously there's like a, it's a little bit of a project. But again, because the technique stuff isn't necessarily there. But if he can figure it out, figure that out and get coached up right, whoo, that scares me. Yeah, and I love what they did for a turning point in a franchise where you're turning the page from your franchise quarterback from your Super your Bowl era, apparently. Yeah, and now you're just going to build it from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Start with the defense. Defense wins championships. Start with the defense. Build them young. If this core could stay together for a while, it's going to look good. And they drafted um, the first XFL player out of the draft. Yeah. As well. So that was cool. And that was a cool little I – know, I know they did, like, a little story on him where um, his mother had, uh, I, I think, colon cancer. And so the reason he went into the XFL was to, like, help out with the bills there. Obviously, he had the talent, but when the NFL didn't call the first yeah. time. It's really easy to, like, deflate if you don't get that call, right? Yeah, And, you know, he went to the XFL. He played his butt off. And now he's looking at uh, potentially vying for a starting position at Carolina because, again, that defense is getting revamped. So he got a fresh start on a team that really is uh, happy to have him. Yeah, it's open everywhere on that defense. But yeah, I, I love what the Panthers did. I don't like the Isaiah Simmons no pick. But I think they got a stud anyway in Derrick Brown. And, hey, that their defense is going to be a very different animal next year and two years from now even more so when they start to, like, really get their feet wet. Um, and they're going to keep on building and building. Mm-hmm. And they got Teddy at the helm now, so let's see how good that goes. They also so got – seeing what Teddy could do. Yeah, they also got an XFL. So the Panthers like their XFL guys because they got they C.J. Do. Walker. So, I mean, he's their backup quarterback, but still, still a little cool little ode. Yeah. Who we got next? Chicago Bears. Duh, Bears. Yeah, they – um. here's what I'm going to say about what the NFC North did. They pooped their pants this draft. That's what I'm going to say. They did not have a good draft besides the Vikings and maybe the Lions. The Lions kind of did a cool couple things, but – the Bears and like the Packers, the wasn't it? Yeah, the Packers, we'll get into that in a little bit. Yikes. Big yikes. Uh, the only pick that I think has any sort of impact, but it doesn't even have impact because their defense, their, uh, their back part of their defense, their DBs are already so good. Jalen Johnson from Utah, he's a long uh, athletic defender. I really like him. But again, I don't know if he's a day one starter. Be just because of the depth they already have at, at DB. And the rest of this draft doesn't quite make sense. They they wait until the fifth round to get a wide receiver when really they need playmakers because they have this big creative offense, but nobody that can run it. Um, they get Nick Foles as their quarterback, who I don't think he's much of an upgrade from Trubisky, which is saying a lot because no. Trubisky sucks. Uh, they, they don't get any O-linemen until the seventh round so those guys are going to be fringe competing for a starting position and then their first pick in the draft they don't have a first rounder keep in mind they traded away for Khalil Mack a couple of years ago Um, their first pick is a tight end and in a room in a tight end room that already has two other pretty decent tight ends this is just a head scratch for me I don't get it at all what do you feel about the Bears? Yeah, very, Anything? I feel the same exact way. 
I feel the same exact way. It's just weird. Really weird. I don't know what they're trying to do over there. Uh, yeah, it's just... <laughs> but, they gotta get better. Yeah, th- this was not... The, to, to, me, this draft. to me, if Nick Foles isn't the, uh, the godsend they think he's gonna be, the Bears are gonna have a season that they did not expect two years ago. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Uh, next up, Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh! Hey. hey, I love this. Ooh. Oh, I love what they did. So obviously they were one of the winners of the draft because they got the second best player available. Joe Burrow, position they needed. The red rifle era is over. Um, <laughs> he might be going to the Patriots, though, so I think he's still going to be potentially a starter in this league because he's actually not been that bad. It's just the situation didn't work out. It was time for a new guy. They get Joe Burrow, one overall, and as if he doesn't have enough weapons already with Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green, uh, Joe Mixon, Tyler Eifert. They, they got some weapons on the offensive end. They say, we'll give you one more, and they go after T. Higgins from Clemson. Crazy. Crazy. And I don't know how they managed it. I don't know out. either. This, was, this is like the most physical and like – imposing wide receiver I think there was in the draft. He's just a big dude that gets up there and he got hands. Yeah. And, I mean, we've seen him perform on the biggest stages. He's, I mean, he's been on Clemson for the last four years. And, oh, just giving Joe another weapon. Giving him another weapon. With those guys he already has there. Like, going to Cincinnati was not the worst ever going to a team one overall situation. Nope. No, now they need to, they need to improve that defense a lot, and they definitely go after that during the rest of this draft. Absolutely. And so they know they need linebackers because they don't have any. No. They go get three. Logan Wilson, third round. Um, he's one of those like smaller schools. He went to Wyoming, and his his numbers were just insane because again, he was a uh, an alpha playing against maybe not necessarily alphas. Uh, so he's going to definitely be a, probably a day one starter for them. And I also like Khalid Kareem. They needed another edge rusher because uh, they haven't, they have a pretty decent interior on the, on the D line, but that outside is not very good. And he just brings an instant boost to them. Uh, I just think the Bengals go from, yeah, they, they go from a team that was the worst in the league and they'll be instantly in the mix for six, seven wins this year. Which is what you want. Oh, yeah, especially just one year. Like, this this team is going to – they're going to they're gonna try and uh, make some moves this year. They're not going to just they try and go for six wins. They have a very high ceiling. Oh, yeah. Very high ceiling. Oh, yeah. And the fact that Burrow and Higgins could build off each other and grow together from the ground up, mm-hmm. man. And the fact, too – and here's the thing. Obviously, the Bengals – haven't won a playoffs game in, in a long, long time. But their management clearly has an idea of like how to keep a core together. Because AJ Green has been hurt the last two seasons. He's a, a teetering superstar just because, again, the injuries. But they could have easily traded him last year. Easily. And yeah, I'm surprised he's still there. And they want to. And I, I was questioning that decision too when they did it. But now. 
They gave him another shot. They want to keep him in town because he's who they drafted, and they want to keep him there. They franchise tag him, and now they give him Joe Burrow. So it's like, hey, AJ, we're going to give you a chance to rehab and recoup your career here. Yeah. If you get trade value and don't want to stay, we'll get rid of you, and we'll send you where you want to go. If not, we want you here. And I love that. It's a really cool thing. They're like the only team. I can't imagine many other teams doing that. Um, no. Obviously, it's more of a business idea, and it works out on both sides. But mm-hmm. I still love it. I think the Bengals are one of the big winners. Absolutely. And it's going to be really fun to watch them over the next few years. Oh, yeah. In the early stages of development. It's going to be really fun. I'm excited for them. Next up, we got Cleveland. Uh, there's not too much to say about their draft. I think it was just solid. They uh, they beefed up their defense. And that's the thing they really needed to go after. Obviously, they have all the weapons in the world. OBJ, Landry, hopefully uh, Mayfield kind of turns it around. OBJ is going to still be there. Yeah, but even if he's not, they still still have some guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, They got two running backs over there. Uh, They got the offense. That's all good. And obviously, they have um, some defensive dogs, too. But they all had, like, worse years than the year before. So, they got to turn it around maybe it's a head coaching thing i don't know but they're getting a new guy over there so you get some new young kids and hopefully some consistency they've had a lot of that's head coaches that's what they need hopefully we can get one that stays i think that's the the bigger them winning the draft if they're if this head coach can kind of be at least like competent facts so um but i mean the draft was good they got Grant Delpit. I love that guy at LSU. Not much else to say. They they beefed up the defense. Hopefully these the uh, guys vie for starting positions. And the Browns actually live to expectations now, even though there's not many anymore. People kind of gave up. <laughs> not many at all. Yeah. Who we got so, next? We got the Cowgirls. I'm I mean the Cowboys up next, and they. They made a splash. They made a splash. They had a great draft. They made a splash. They had a phenomenal draft. They go get C.D. Lamb at the 17th pick, which is just insane. The fact that he was available at 17. (laughs) And Jerry Judy also. I think he was like a pick or two before this. The fact that those two were available in the second half of the first round is just mind-boggling to me. Nuts. It's nuts. Um, And they just put an absolute dog on the opposite end of Amari Cooper. And if they were questioning giving that money to Dak, I think you just got to do it at this point. Yeah, There's too many weapons to be wishy-washy about the guy you want throwing to him. There's just too much. Then they go and get Trayvon Diggs, uh, Stephon Diggs' younger brother. He was a wide receiver a couple years ago, converted cornerback. The technique quite isn't there, but he's all-world athlete. And just a little bit of coaching up, and he'll be a phenomenal starter over there as a corner. Uh, I, I can't wait to see the Cowboys play the Bills at some point and have uh, Steph and, and Trayvon go against each other. Some brother. The long. Diggs brothers got some uh, football pedigree, though. Their third brother is actually in the XFL. Oh, yeah. So they're an athletic family. Formerly in the XFL. Yeah. But. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> so they got they definitely got some some good genes in that family, and Trayvon is, is yep. no different. 
So, you know, they, they got some stuff done. Uh, then they went and they beefed up that defensive line a little bit because their O-line is, as we know, it's an all-world O-line. It has been for a couple and years. They go ahead and tend to a center. They pick up one from Wisconsin in the fourth round. Yeah, that, that was a that was a case of we love our Wisconsin thick boys, so let's go get one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Dallas had a great draft. I think they were a team that needed a lot of stuff on defense, but with what they added on offense, I think it kind of um, really helps out the defense a little bit. Absolutely. So, Cowboys, good job. You did great. I'm not going to give you too many kudos, but this year I will. Yeah, surprisingly. And, and next, we got another team that got lucky. Man. Oh, my goodness. Back to back. Were, by, no, by no reason should Denver had, have had as good of a draft as they did. And, you know, their, their third and fourth round picks weren't the best. But it doesn't even matter. They went out and no. they get the best wide receiver in the draft at pick 415, Jerry Judy. Yeah, when Ugh. you could sneak that pick Ugh. out of nowhere, pull it out of your back pocket, Ugh. man, man, an absolute dog. He, he's just as good of a route runner as you see. He's great. I love it. KJ Hamler too. He's another good one. Um, and then they got Sutton back there too. So they got three young wide receivers with Drew Locke. Hopefully, going to be the guy. I like what they're doing over there at their defense. Yeah, it's looking like they're going to go all in with him. They don't draft a quarterback at all. They haven't tried to sign one. Maybe they trade for one. Who knows? But it looks like Drew Locke's their guy. Yeah, and, and I'm always going to trust that Denver defense, especially it's a bunch of young guys with Vaughn Miller being there to teach him. Uh, yeah. Denver, one of the winners of the draft, 100%. Shout out Denver. Making some moves to try to elevate. Yeah. Who do we got it. next? Another one trying to elevate. Detroit Lions. Yeah, I didn't I didn't love what they did. Obviously, Jeff Okuda, he's he's hopefully gonna be great. They they get rid of Darius Slay, who was an all pro caliber player. So they make up for that right there. Yeah, so to go into they get Okuda. And then I don't like this DeAndre Swift uh pick. Not because I don't like DeAndre. I think he's phenomenal. I just think they have a, a big stable of running backs now and one of them's gotta pan out I like that they picked him up I think uh, it's gonna be good for them especially uh, uh, they add two O-linemen so they beef up that a little bit which was needed big protection. needed yeah but the rest of the draft is very whatever uh, they get another running back Jason Huntley yeah I love Okuda. Yeah, I don't know why you pick up two running backs. Yeah, I think DeAndre is Swift is, is a talented, talented guy, but I don't even know if he's going to win that starting role right away. And to waste a second-round, third overall, second-round pick on that, on a guy that might not be helping day one, that concerns yeah. me. But Okuda was a good enough win for the Lions to not take a full L. Yeah, Okuda is a great pick. Yeah. Uh, that's... That's great. This next team, though, they took a full L. Who's that? Ooh. They took a Ooh. full L. And that Stinky is... cheese heads. Yeah, and, and that's the Green Bay Packers. Now, let's talk about their later picks first, because I think they actually had some good ones. 
Uh, Jake Hansen from Oregon is pretty good. And uh, Simon Stepniak is also pretty good from Indiana. Just some some O-line help um, to help keep their quarterback, whoever that might be, healthy. And I like them. I also really like yeah. uh, Josiah DeGura, but it's a tight end. They really didn't need a tight end. They really needed a wide receiver who they don't go out and draft. They were in the NFC Championship last year, and if they have a second wide receiver, they're probably in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And they didn't, and they didn't go get one in the deepest wide receiver draft we've seen in the last, like, 15 years. I think I saw it said 27 wide receivers picked, not a single one picked by the Green Bay Packers. And that's just terrible. And to, to make that even worse, so Aaron Rodgers already, like, kicking dirt and punching the air. Um, instead of going to get a wide receiver, then they trade up in the first round to go get his eventual replacement. Jordan Love at 26 in the first round. And, and this just Aaron makes Rogers, no sense to me. Just, one game away from the Super Bowl as your starting quarterback. First round pick, you wasted on another quarterback who's going to replace him in – X amount of years. It just made Why? no sense. No sense. Why? No sense. Uh, the upside is there for Jordan Love. I think uh, his his ceiling yeah, is really, really Love. high. Yeah, great Shout out to him. But he also threw shout out to him. 17, I want to say 17. Don't quote me on the number. 17 picks against um, not the high D1 teams. Yeah. So, you know, these are these are uh, your big skies and all that. Um that's not a good look. And, that, you know, no. some of those might be a count on his receivers weren't great. I, don't, I haven't seen all the, the most Jordan Love tape and haven't seen all the picks. But it's not a good number to show when the guy you have doesn't throw more than, like, three every season. And not a good look that you're trying to give from your franchise to your franchise quarterback. Yeah. Not a good look at all. I, I wouldn't be surprised to hear some some because Aaron Rodgers is not a quiet dude. He's outspoken when he needs to be. Uh, I wouldn't be and surprised to like hear this, some grumblings from him. Yeah, something like this, be outspoken because they're not showing you no type of love. They're not giving you what you need. Yeah. And for everything he's given to that organization, this, this feels like yeah, a slap in the so face. Um, really weird. I don't, just, I don't know what went through their heads. Yeah. But. I don't get it either. <laughs> like at all. Um, so yeah, Packers are probably to me like a one or two biggest losers of the draft, and not even because of who they got, because of what they did to the guys on their current roster. Like that's yeah. gonna disgruntle some feathers. Yeah, it's gonna swiss some cheese. Oh yeah, who we got next? We got the Houston Texans, who had five picks because they gave them all away. <laughs> um, and none of these picks blow me away either. I think. They got a decent D lineman in Ross Blacklock. He's all right. Is he even a day one starter? I don't know. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. The, Very just meh. Yeah, they they didn't they they kind of they didn't go for any they went for really really safe picks, but like the the downside of safe where their ceilings are really low and they might not actually start or even compete for starting jobs. And we only have five picks. You might as well go for, like, the home run balls. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I didn't really like what they did. Bill O'Brien, day by day, is showing me he is more and more incompetent as a head coach GM. Did you uh, see the video of him during the draft? 
where he like threw up his hands, just all confused, <laughs> not knowing what's going yeah. on. Just some more draft shenanigans. Ugh, just bad. Not a big fan of that. Yeah. Next, we got the Colts, and they kind of did some stuff. Um, not again, not the best, but they filled some positions of need. They get Micah Pittman Jr. from USC, who he's an absolute stud. Uh, son of Micah Pitt, your, Pittman Sr., obviously. Um, so he's got that NFL pedigree in him. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Now, this is an interesting pick. I think he was the best running back in the draft. They get him at the ninth they spot. with uh, Marlon Mack, too. Yeah, so now they got a two-headed dog with Marlon Mack and Taylor. And they do that because Mack got hurt, and all their running backs seem to get hurt every year. Um, and Mack is a and good they get their new uh, quarterback receiver. Some, some help. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's cool. Don't really know who's going to be their quarterback of the future. They draft Jacob Eason, uh, one of those high-ceiling guys. Jacob Eason reminds me of a Josh Allen. Uh, he has all the, the prototypical quarterback stuff, big arm, but there's a lot of question marks. He doesn't have the legs that Allen has, which is part of what makes him so good. Um, he could be the future there. He might not. He'll learn under Phillip Rivers for a year, so that's kind of nice. The writing's on the wall for Brissett. He's probably out of there. And yeah, but at I, least you wait till the fourth round to try to get your replacement. Oh yeah, and, and, go and out in the if, first round. Yeah, if Eason doesn't work <laughs> out, if he's not their guy for the future. It is what it is. It's a fourth rounder that you you took a big swing and you're hoping it was going to hit. Um, yeah. I think if he does become a starter and he does like develop, I think he'll be phenomenal. But I think there's a better chance that he's not, and and that's okay. Not everybody's supposed to be a superstar, you know. Yeah. Next up, Jacksonville. And Jacksonville they had got a two. Lot of picks. Yeah, they had a lot of picks because they were just shipping everybody away. Um, they get a quarterback, Jake Lutton from Oregon State. He's all right, uh, prototypical kind of guy. Uh, they they really address their defense. They really address their defense. They got a, a couple corners, a couple linebackers. Um, they get a safety. They get an edge and a tackle. And I think those two top picks that they got, C.J. Henderson and uh, Kilavon. I'm sorry, I don't, I can't pronounce Le'Veon this name. Chasen, um, go I think they're both phenomenal. I think C.J. Henderson. Yeah, I like both of them. The only knock I have on C.J. Henderson is that he went to Florida, and Florida DBs scared the daylights out of me, <laughs> because every single one of them is just like Hargraves Part Seven. I can't argue. I mean, I ha- when's the last time there was a good DB from from Florida? It's just been so long. I got nothing. Um, and I mean, they they always have the talent, and I don't know if it's the work ethic. I don't know what they do over there at UF. Uh, it just doesn't translate. It's a Gatorade. Yeah, it, it just doesn't translate. So that's the only thing that scares me. Um, I like this edge from LSU too. Though again, I won't try and pronounce his name. I just think. It's tough. Jacksonville needs a revamp because they get these really talented defensive players, but they treat them like such dirt that nobody wants to stay. Yeah, Jacksonville doesn't have a culture with them. That's the problem. Like, they're kind of just there. Well, they have a culture, but it's not a good one. (laughs) That's the issue. 
you get these people that come in and like they got talent they've had talent over the years but they just can't implement it well as a group yeah so whatever it is they they got to figure it out like they didn't have a terrible draft they they filled oh yeah a lot of they made the most of all their picks they needed to so you can't complain about that if you're a jacksonville fan at all we'll Um, see how that pans out who we got? We got the Kansas City Chiefs next. We got the Super Bowl champs. Super Bowl champs. To me, their draft was just really forgettable. Uh, to get Again, a running it's hard back, to have a good draft when you yeah. got the last pick in every single round. Yeah, exactly. Um, they get a running back. Uh, they get Willie Gray Jr., a linebacker. Um, I don't know. They, they took a lot of guys that add to their depth on defense. I don't know if any of them fine. start. Depth is nice, when you though. Got, when you got all those returners coming back. Oh, yeah. Their whole team's coming back. Super Bowl team. Yeah. Like, none of these people are really going to be starting. So, yeah. you get the depth when those people start heading out the door. Maybe they learned enough. Maybe they're developed enough. They take their place. And they hold it down. Mm-hmm. So, very uh, to the future type of draft for them. 100%. Which, I mean, fine. They, they really didn't need to do much, so... No, can't complain. We got Oakland, 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 and it's not Oakland anymore. They're out of there. It's the Las Vegas Raiders. Get out of there. Supposed to be home of the draft, but stuff happens. Stuff happens. Uh, they so did the most the Oakland pandemic. <laughs> yeah, just because they're in Vegas though doesn't mean they don't still have the same guys up front because they had the most Oakland Raiders draft I've ever seen. Um, they said speed bet. And anybody with any sort of speed, they went and they drafted. <laughs> Give it to me. Uh, Henry Ruggs, I think he's, um, I think he's going to be good in the league. I think he's he's a cool little guy. Uh, he got, uh, you know, not in a demeaning way. I think he's really good, but he's no Jerry Judy. He was not the best wide receiver on his own team. Never mind in the draft, and he got picked over two guys that are pretty objectively better. Uh, but Ruggs got the burners, and that's what Oakland likes. So they went and they and got it was him. Im- it was really important for Vegas to go out and make a splash for their fan base with the first pick in the draft. And like, they might have gotten one. They might have gotten one. Yeah. I, I like think they got the most exciting. Those three. Maybe not the you most exciting. You had to get at least one of them, those three. If yeah. you didn't, the fans were going to riot. Yeah, I think they their really best bet would have been going to C.D. Lamb here because he's like the electric showstopper uh rugs is a pretty close second in that category but he's also just a worse version and judy's better than both of those guys so um i didn't like this pick but it made sense it was just so it was so oakland and so chucky to make this Um, again sometimes you just see something yeah and same thing with arnett arnett is one of those he's a corner from ohio state they got him with their second first overall pick um, they could have gotten this guy potentially in the second round if they traded down. And they, yeah. they reach, they get a, another speed guy who I think there's about three or four cornerbacks that got drafted also in the first round below him that are better. Um, Jeff Gladney being one of them. Um, hey, speed kills, I guess. So let's go get it. That's That's the name of their draft, speed kills. Drafting three wide receivers, they got a whole lot of wide receivers on the roster right now. Which is good because they kind of needed some. They had Waller, yeah. 
as a tight end, and that was really it. Yeah. Who we got next? The Chargers. The L.A. Chargers. With the crispy new uniforms. The crispy new uniforms. Probably the best rebrand of all the teams, honestly. I love it. Um, I love it. So they got some. They got like the new smiley face logos too, which I actually think are really cool. Um, I I just don't understand. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. But I think it's kind of it's innovative. (laughs) But shout out, unique. Um, They go. They get their future franchise quarterback, Justin Herbert. If if Herbert pans out, if he becomes what he could be, this is a fantastic pick. But I think there's a lot of bust potential here because he still has a lot to learn. But he has a year to learn about it because I don't think he's going to be starting uh, this year or at least the beginning half. I think it's Terod Taylor's team. Uh, Which is fair. Yeah, they needed some DB help. They didn't really go get it. They got a linebacker in Kenneth Murray. Um, Which is cool. He's good. He's real, real good. Can't complain about that at all. But I think this team is built to win now if they built this defense up a little bit more. And going to get two wide receivers and a running back, not it. So I, if we're rating them, I think they get like a C. Um, yeah. That's about it. Uh, the Rams, the new look LA Rams. This is the worst rebrand of the year. Um, well, we haven't seen their uniforms yet. No, we have so, not. Which we're gonna have. Yeah. We're gonna put out like a uniform article soon. So just kind of whenever all the teams are done with their rebrands, be on the lookout for that. Um, their draft sucked. It was terrible. <laughs> it was just stinky. They replaced Gurley with Cam Akers. They I replaced mean, Todd to Gurley, that. who they cut. They didn't trade for him or trade him. They mm-hmm. cut him for Cam Akers, a guy who is pretty decent. Not Todd Gurley. Not even going to come close to Todd Gurley. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is on that. They're trying to get rid of cap space, but they put themselves in that cap hell. So, I think they had a bad draft. Uh, I don't even want to talk about it because it was just pretty – I think they're going to be terrible, honestly. Like, they had a lot of picks, too. Yeah, Um, it just wasn't – wasn't it. didn't do too much with any of them. Was not it. Um, like you plug a couple pieces here and there, but nothing really to write home about on any of them. Next we got so going across the country to the three hundred five, Mister Dolly, Mister Worldwide. My A. You know Dwayne oh, Wade over here wilding. Bro, Aaron Gordon dropped a diss track. And it was like the nicest diss track I ever heard. <laughs> it was crazy. The diss track. It was a kind of a fire song too, but he wasn't even hating. Yeah. He was kind of hating, but we, not even. We gonna get into that soon. Not not this episode, but we'll get into that soon. Um, they got Tua. I think they won. They got Tua. If he's healthy, <laughs> he's gonna be a beast. He's gonna be really, really, really good if he's healthy. Yeah. Then they went and they got they got some O linemen. They got a couple. They got like two tackles. I think two guards. Um, that's really all they needed. That's literally the only thing they needed from this draft was Tua and some linemen, and they did it. Yeah, and then add a little bit here and there. Yeah, and then they oh, get the Brandon Dolphins Jones from trade, safety. I love him. The Dolphins also trade for Matt Breida from the Niners. Yeah, so now they got a running back. They didn't have to really go. Tra- they didn't have to go draft one, and they didn't draft one. Yeah. So Miami, they had a great draft day. Phenomenal draft. Yeah. Shout out to the Dolphins. 
next up, Minnesota. One of the teams you that guys I think had so many draft picks. They had a oh, bajillion draft picks. They had like twelve on day three. Um oh, goodness. I think even with all twelve on day three, I think they continuously got guys that could make an impact. Um they had a lot of holes to fill because they had like about eight departures this offseason. Mm-hmm. You know, they lost three they lost three corners, they lost Stefan Diggs. Obviously, their O-line's not been the best the last couple of years. They went after all those positions with, like, this tenfold. They went, Justin Jefferson fell to them. Great pick. Jeff Gladney, I think, is a day-one starter at corner. Undersized, but athletic. Uh, their their second-round pick, Ezra Cleveland, could have been a first-rounder, just wasn't for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know. I just look at all these draft picks, and I'm like, man, this guy could start. This guy could start. I mean, they're fourth rounder. They go 24 and 26, right? James Lynch was the defensive player of the year in the in the Big 12. And then Troy Dye has been the the best defensive player in the Pac-12 over the last couple of years. So, and that's their fourth round picks. I think they did great. Not the best. Like, they just got really good value at positions they needed. Yeah, they fill needs, and that's what you want. Yeah. Uh, who we got? Uh, getting Justin up top, man. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. He's gonna be yeah, really. Definitely. I mean, he's like a clone of Adam Thielen. So they have two Adam Thielens now, and yeah. it's kind of scary. Replace uh, Diggs. Can't complain. Uh, who we got? Uh, New we England. Got the Pats. New England Patriots. Any opinions on them? Because I don't really have too much of one. Not really. Very New England draft. Got a bunch of just random people. A bunch of lesser-known guys that could fill needs. Like, they get Kyle Duggar from Lenore Rhine University in the second round with their first pick. So And they get another guy from Marshall and Wyoming and Memphis. So they're going after their, like, lower-tier school guys, as, as yeah, they so, like um, to do. Belichick's dog is um, hounding for some home run picks so shout out yeah we'll see if those work we, we see how the patriots draft now yep <laughs> who would have thought <laughs> we um we get the saints up next they only had four picks wow because they traded up like two or three times uh they get a center they needed that they get a quarterback which is like the big head scratcher it's the seventh round though so it doesn't really matter but quarterback's a head scratcher when they just went and signed Jameis winston Yes. Holy yes. smoke. Jabbo is on a team now. Um, Zach Bond, he's a pretty good linebacker. He had a great year at Wisconsin. I don't know anything about this Dayton tight end. Yeah. And that's their draft. It's like that's it. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> they got like, two guys that'll help one. this team and two that <laughs> I don't even know. So on to the next one. Right. The only thing to really write home about is Jameis. <laughs> that's it. We'll we'll call that their draft pick. Yeah, honestly. They picked them up for well, not for free, but for free. Uh, Giants, yeah. they had a good draft. They get they Andrew did. Thomas, who he's been a, a darn good tackle for Georgia. Uh, and they get they Matt get Pert. Fourth pick. And, so, yeah. and they get Shane Lemieux. So they go and they get three offensive linemen once, once Eli's gone. And Eli is just probably pissed <laughs> that he could – that he couldn't really get weird. this kind of help. It's like the opposite of the Packers. <laughs> oh, yeah. The complete opposite of the Packers. They're like, hey, we got a rookie. We got a soon-to-be sophomore quarterback. Let's go 
do the thing we need the most to protect him or to help him. Yeah, who would think that's the it's crazy, way to right? Do things? Unheard of. Xavier McKinley or McKinney, he's a beast from Alabama. They got him yeah. in the second round. I mean, so their defense gets better. Their O line literally gets three new starters if if Lemieux decide, or becomes a starter too, which I think he'll I think he'll fight for one. Um, yeah. Great draft, honestly. Just the, those I love the picks Giants draft. They they did everything they need to do. They hit the defense also mm-hmm. in the secondary where they needed a little bit of help. Hit their interior too. So I love it. Great yep. job by uh, the Giants. And the Giants and the Jets kind of mirror each other in from that perspective. Yep. Uh, they do everything they need to do. I think the Jets had a few more uh, missteps, but that's it's kind of okay. Um, I didn't think they needed a quarterback. I didn't think they needed a running back. Um, we needed a backup quarterback. Yeah, but I don't I don't know how much a, a guy from FIU is really going to be uh, the, the key to be having a backup. I think a veteran would have been better. Uh, maybe We've go get like an Andy Dalton route. for cheap or something. I, yeah. I thought I thought I that mean, was the wave, but you know. Um, I personally love our draft. We we did a lot that we needed to do in Joe Douglas's first year first draft year so i'm happy we go ahead and sneak mims in the mims is phenomenal and and him and betcon i really like um those are just two good picks and then ashton davis is also really nice from cal he was like their best player on that team so yeah our biggest thing that we needed to do was address the o-line we Mm -hmm. did it we went ahead and got a wide receiver too hit the dbs a little bit yeah and you get a tackle and you get a guard i don't know how good this cameron clark kid is I have no idea. We made a couple of splashes in free agency, too, with that. Gotcha. So, Jets, kind of the same as the Giants. uh, Filled needs. Philly. Very solid. Draft sucked. (laughs) Yeah. They go ahead and get Jalen Hurts with the second pick. And another Jalen with the first pick. Jalen Rieger. Rieger. And Rieger, I think, is going to be okay. I don't think he's – I think he's just a burner. And not much more than that. And then Jalen Hurts. I love Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to be a, a great quarterback in this league. Or I think he was going to be. But he's not going to be giving a chance now. Because Carson Wentz is in year one of a $100 million deal this coming year. Why would you go and draft a quarterback in the second round? It's weird. Doesn't make really sense. Weird. Eagles? No. Stinky. That was just terrible. Yeah. Just terrible. Um, Pittsburgh. Not much to say here. Just they needed an edge guy. They got one. They didn't have a first-round pick because they gave it up for um, the Miami guy whose name is escaping me right now. The the linebacker. Uh, I, I don't know. I can't remember that name. Um, they get a wide receiver in the second round, Chase Claypool. Uh, definitely towards the bottom end of the wide receiver depth in this draft. Yeah. Um, they beef up the defense a bunch, though. They get edge to get a safety, to get another D lineman. Tackle. Yeah. So I mean, just no frills, I think. But their one big pick, I think, was kind of wasted, and they didn't have a first rounder. So, yeah, yeah. meh. Forty uh, Niners. They had a good Niners. They had a good one. Definitely a good one. Uh, they get the sneakiest wide receiver in this draft, I think, in Brandon Ayuk. I think he is an absolute playmaker. Um, the best way I can describe him 
is think of like how how devastating Devin Hester was hmm. whenever he touched the ball. Um, obviously, the, the Hester wasn't the best wide receiver in his in his day. I think Ayuk's a little bit better, and he's not going to really be a kick returner most likely for this team. But yeah. just when it comes to touching the ball and causing issues, Ayuk is up there with the best of them. Um, and in that offense, ooh, ooh. They go ahead, add another wide receiver too in the seventh round. Yeah, and then Kinlaw. Jennings. I didn't like the Kinlaw pick just because they traded away DeForest Buckner to get a guy that won't be as good as him. Yeah. But the real big splash they made was they traded a bunch of picks for Trent uh, what Trent Williams. Yeah. And they get a they get another O lineman with Staley retiring, or getting cut or whatever happened with him. I think he's retiring. Um, they get better. They just, just flat out they get better. So good for the 49ers Super Bowl. Shout out. Maybe they can go back. Who's to say? Saint or it's Seattle. Seattle has really bad drafts. Have you noticed that? I have. It's weird. Like apart from getting really Russell weird. Wilson, and that they own the only reason they got Russell Wilson is because like teams like Miami decided Ryan Tannehill was better. So. Um. Because they were scared to go with that undersized. And they just took a no, they so. took a risk on a guy, and I think they took a risk on Wilson, and they got lucky, and now they're like risks, let's go. And yeah. I think there's something. It's from 2012 to 16, all those drafts, they only have four rostered players from any of those drafts. Wow. And that's how you know you're that's swinging wild. and missing. Uh, I think this year is no different, honestly. That's wild. Tampa, Bra- Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay breaking and entering, uh, trespassing. This Tampa draft Bay. makes me sweat. This draft yeah. class makes me like scared. Uh, Tristan Wirfs, I think, was the best offensive tackle in this draft to get him at thirteen. Amazing. They needed a line. Uh, Antoine Amazing. Winfield Jr. is probably the second best safety in this draft. He has the the dynasty pedigree. His dad was. Uh, in the league. His dad actually picked off Tom Brady back in 2001. <laughs> and now his son is playing with him in 2020. <laughs> so That's great. That's pretty cool. Um, that's great. And they get another Minnesota guy, too, in Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson had no business being a fifth-round draft pick. But he didn't run his 40. So teams were scared. This guy just makes plays. And now they get another wide receiver. And this kid, like, I promise you this kid makes plays. And you're not going to see it because they have three tight ends and the best wide receiver duo in the league already there. Um, Speaking of three tight ends, we didn't mention who the third new addition is. Oh, Mr. Gronkowski. How you doing? Coming out of retirement. <laughs> out of nowhere, from the top rope, Mr. WWE himself. Yeah, WWE champ. It's so crazy because, like, we saw the news break. And, like, we're chilling and we're talking about it. And it's like, wow, Gronk might actually go to the Bucks, But we didn't really think nothing of it. Like, eh. like 15 minutes later, <laughs> he was a Gronk and the Buck. Like, wow, bro. <laughs> That's nuts. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, great great draft for Tampa. Oh, they great a draft. a lot of needs that they needed to do. Oh, yeah. And they, they didn't have that many picks, but they made the most of all of them. Uh, yep. I think the I think the Bucks are instant contenders. Instant. 
Um, Tennessee. I'm really excited to watch that. Tennessee had one of those not really sure how to feel about it drafts either. Because obviously they were a good team last year, right? Yeah. Off the backs of a running back, and we know how good running backs are year to year. That is the most volatile. That's the stock market right there. <laughs> uh, and, you know, Derek is obviously an all-world talent, but sometimes it's not yeah. your fault if your production slips. Just people kind of figure you out, right? Yeah. And there's only a handful of guys that were able to do it year after year after year. The APs, the Arian Fosters, um, the, the Frank Gores of this world. Uh, even Marshawn Lynch was, like, not great for that long. It was only a couple years that he was really dominant. Um, yeah. So it's just tough to be a wide receiver that's good in this league for a long time. And they go and get another one, another backup, this guy Evans from App State. Um, I just don't know if they'll be great. I don't know. This this draft is very interesting. They get a tackle. Uh, I like the old lineman first. Um, I love that. Yeah. Go ahead and get the DB from LSU. Can't complain about that. Getting a running back third round, I don't know. I feel like you could have waited a little bit. Get somebody else to fill a need right there. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, they, they had a very, like, fill a need draft. No big splashes. Just did what they needed to. No. So, that's good. Yeah. That's good. And a surprising winner of this one. draft. Our last team that we got here. A surprising winner. And they weren't a winner because of anything they did. It was because of the thing they were forced to do. The Washington Redskins... Get Chase Young. Yeah. Which, it's almost it almost sucks that they get him. And here's why. Washington is a train wreck, right? <laughs> but the one good thing they have is a phenomenal D-line. I think their D-line was like a top five in the league last year. And now they get this dog to put out there. Yeah. And, and he's a dog. So that D-line is going to be really, really scary this year. And it sucks because they already had a good D-line, and now it's just better. But they still don't have somebody to throw the ball. They have nobody to throw it to. <laughs> they get Antonio Gibson out of Memphis, and I think he has tremendous upside, but he has a lot to learn about running routes. Yeah. And, and yeah. it all depends how Dwayne develops. Yeah, I think they, they I, I really would have liked to see them get, instead of two wide receivers, like another offensive lineman. They get yeah. uh, Sadiq Charles from LSU, which is obviously he had a good year. Um, you know, the natty champ, and he was their probably second-best O-lineman. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to see them get another one or two more, just really beef up that O-line, because even if Dwayne isn't going to be the future, you would like to have him healthy, so if he's not, you can send him somewhere else, right? Exactly. Like if he's going to get banged up. And or for whoever is the future, they got a line that's going to protect them. Yeah. And it, they didn't quite do that, and that's kind of unfortunate. Um, and also, it's going to be interesting to see if Darius Geis could stay healthy. Yeah, they, they can't back. seem – Washington cannot seem to get lucky with offensive players. All their talented no. offensive players, Jordan Reed, um, even AP, uh, Darius Geis um, – all these guys they get on offense, they seem to get hurt, and it's kind of unfortunate because they do have some talent on the offense. It's not not tremendous talent, but some talent. And yeah, 
you know, guys, guys healthy could be really nice. But AP had a, had a great year too. But obviously he's not the future. No, not at all. He's a good stepping stone. Good little Hall of Famer to have, though. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, surprisingly, I thought they had a a winning draft strictly off the back of Chase Young. Uh, one of the few times you'll hear good things out of my mouth about Washington, honestly. <laughs> so enjoy, savor yeah. it because, yeah, that that front <laughs> office needs a needs a redraft. <laughs> <laughs> You're not lying about that, though. Yeah, it's but terrible. so who do you got as like your big big winner? My big big winner. Like, give me one or two teams that really won this. Um, you gotta go Cincinnati. Cab first. Um, I don't know if Tampa is like the big second winner, but I'm impressed with what Tampa did. Okay, I like it. Um, like I'm gonna it. go a little bit different. I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Yeah, I think they Absolutely. added the most week one, two, and three contributors. To a team that didn't they got even need scarier more. on a team that was already scary. It, exactly, <laughs> and then second, I'd probably say Dallas or Minnesota. Okay, just because both of those teams filled needs they really needed, like desperately needed, while also yep. getting beefing up a position they didn't need, but they just saw a guy they couldn't resist. Yeah, with Minnesota drafting, I think it was like fifteen people, like fifty percent of that got to pan out, right? Fifty percent of them are going to be impactful guys on the team in yeah. some way or another. And if you go over fifty, that's just amazing. I think they're. I think every pick they got in the top four rounds are going to be like week two contributors. I think. I think they did that well. So yeah, you know, I think those are my two winners. Uh, I, I think we both got the same uh, big loser. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Green Bay, man. Yeah. Which is, it's sad. It, it's really sad. I mean, obviously, I can't stand Green Bay. Obviously. I'm a big Vikings guy here. Um, yeah. And I went, with my winners of this, I kind of went into that unbiased, too. I think they actually did do really well. Um, but, man, just why would you ruffle the feathers of of one of the best to ever do it a second time? No, you- they got very lucky that... They did this to Brett Favre, and it happened to be Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. What are the odds they get another Aaron Rodgers? Like, Jordan Love's going to be good. Is Maybe. he going to be great? I don't know. I, I don't know. And if you go ahead and lose Aaron Rodgers because of this, is it worth it? Oh, not even close. No. No, 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 no. Like, And Aaron Rodgers is definitely on a, the down spiral of his career. Make no bones yeah, about that. Yeah, that's fine. Like, we're not mad if you get a quarterback in the draft, but we are mad if you waste your first pick and on you a trade up and do not get a wide receiver to give help to a quarterback, whether it's going to be Rodgers or Love or whatever person they get back there. Yeah, it's tough. And then, like you said, the trade up for that, man. It feels a little disrespectful, really. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I want to just do a quick little thing. I want to see if I can find what wide receivers were drafted after. Um, let's go after see. Jordan Love. After Jordan Love was picked. So Jordan Love was a 26 pick, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no more in the first round. 
And I know you had some, like Mims, for example. Mims was over there. He got picked in like the, what, third or fourth? T. Higgins was in the second round. Micah Pittman was in the second round. Uh, th- those those guys can play. KJ Hamler, he can play. Any of these guys would have been really good. Uh, Van Jefferson, even he's all right. Denzel Mims, second round. Yeah, I mean, all these guys were in the second round. They did not have to trade up to get a quarterback when they could have just sat pat or traded up in the second round, if anything. I don't know. It just felt bizarre. And they never even drafted one. So now they're going to maybe, hopefully, <laughs> trade for OBJ. <sighs> with what draft capital, with what things to trade, I, I sure don't know. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. But, it's going to be weird. Yeah. Um, so that. But all in all, fun draft. I liked it. It's cool to have this for the one-time thing and then never again. Yeah. yeah right. Hopefully that. never again. Hopefully never again. I'm what I will for... say is, what I will say, what's up? And I, I say this every year, the draft does not need to take as long as it takes. I understand the three days. I get that. That's fine. Yeah. The first round of the draft taking four hours plus is the most asinine thing. They do it for the TV time and the partnerships and the sponsorships. I and I get all that. I really do. But you're just, man. Man, yeah. I, I feel it. You had four it. months since the Super Bowl. Why do the Bengals need ten more minutes to pick Joe Burrow? You see, that's the thing. The first couple picks, like you know what the you're first getting. five picks, you know who you're getting. Yeah, and if pick three picks it and you're pick five, all right, this is my second guy. Boom. And that's go. the that's like the whole first at least the top ten. Like, there's no way. That in the top ten, you have four guys on your big board that got picked before you. Like, there's no way you're that incompetent and didn't realize they were going to get picked before you were up. You know? Yeah, like when you start getting to the twenties. Yeah, then like then I'm here. Fifties and seventies mm-hmm. picks of the draft, and all right, yeah, take take your time, take a couple minutes, but I don't know, ten minutes for ten, 10 minutes months. to pick Joe Burrow <laughs> is just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Thankfully, it didn't yeah. take the full ten minutes, but. They kind of, the TV kind of makes you take their 10 minutes. The clock is in for Yeah, and even when minutes. the pick is in, like, you still got to wait, like, five more minutes yeah, it's, <laughs> for it's, them to announce it. It's bad. It's definitely yeah. bad. But, you know, pace of play. Let's give, them a, let's give them a timer and they can't switch relievers. Let's do that. <laughs> pace of play rules. Come on. Three pick minimum. <laughs> Three pick minimum. <laughs> Everybody else is a free agent. That would be scary. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, oh man! Yeah, that would be bad. That, that Dynasties is... would never die, man. But that's wild. Yeah, so that that's what that's our thoughts on this draft. Uh, obviously, this was a, a long-winded episode, but there was kind of a lot to go over. Yeah. Um, it, I want to know what you guys think too. Who do you think won this draft? Uh, tweet tweet to us or talk to us or however you want to communicate. Are you happy with your team? Yeah. Are you happy with what your team did? Do you think they won? Flopped? any particular guys you're excited about because that's what the draft is all about just excitement and future yeah so let us know uh, on twitter at underscore to spectators what you think uh, and we, we want to talk check to you out guys. the spectatorsports.com yes yes sir absolutely and uh you know hope you guys have a good one good rest of your your quarantine rest of your week 
Go buy those new jerseys that you've been wanting. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll see you guys. Later, everybody.